Football Manager Football Show. Brought to you by scoreline.ie. It's the Football Manager Football Show. It is episode number 54. My name is Ken McGuire. Uh, you are uh, who this week? Ibrahim Asok. Did I use that one before? No, but I saw it on your chat last yeah, night. Yeah, it's Latin Ibrahim Asok. Yeah. Because, yeah, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. That is, that is the why. Um, it. Uh, what are we doing? We finished off in Turkey last week, um, as which means that this is the outset and and our outlay for uh, for season six uh, of the podcast. And if oh, you wow. if you've stuck with us for this long, uh, you're about to get into a real roller coaster of a season. So we had the whole grand debate of where things were uh, supposed to be going and Master what we debate. So, yes, that exactly. Which is why I probably had your microphone turned off at that exact. That's moment. why I shouted. I know, yeah. <laughs> you know me all too well at this stage. Um, so we had the, the big discussion about where we were going to go. We had loads of offers on the table. Suggestions, didn't we? What was, yeah, the, what they, was, the, oh, what was the final thing? Well, you were meant to do something on Twitter. And you were meant to put polls going, do we do this, do we do that? Oh, fuck it. You know, to drive interaction. Fucking Kahuna said it to me. Yeah. It was like, I've, I, I have your tweets they pop up. I get notified when you pop it. Fucking barren, they said. He said it was barren. Yeah, man. it was quite enough. Because we did the knockout thing last week and we got to the, like, was it Italy, Scotland was going to be, that was the final Italy pairing. Italy and Scotland, yeah. So they made it through to the final uh, and then uh, we had to decide, had to decide uh, one or the other. But, we, you know, we've pretty much allowed somebody to take the decision out of our hands, kind of. Kind and then, of. And, then, and then you were kind of like, it's a good idea. We're going here. We're going to do this. But um, before we get into it, just <laughs> What the fuck are you laughing at? Sorry, I've just clicked continue because we're going to do a live game in this as well. Oh, yeah. The first, st- the first story that I see, shit, there's two of them. Uh, oh, oh, and three. Mustafa Karadiniz tweets: It's going to be very interesting to watch this play out between Galatasaray and Andy Carroll. That's, oh, ho, ho. that's for sure. Yeah, so, so we're not, we're not, we're not in. Um... <laughs> we're not in Ga- we're not in Turkey anymore. No, we've 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 decided, and and that was obviously clear enough last week that we've we've made the move. We don't have any fucking like the foreign spots left. There's zero zero crack to be had in that for a second season. So we're going to no no no. Let's say we have to do oh. shout outs first. Okay, we have to do a shout out first. Big shout out to FM Elder. I never responded. I'm sorry. I'm fucking <laughs> terrible for it. He said, you know, when we were talking about Jesse Plemons last oh, week. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, said yeah, Black yeah. Mirror is written by a mate of my mate. What really? Yeah. It's pretty sweet. And he also says whiskey and ginger is called a whiskey mac. A whiskey mac? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. But whiskey and ginger beer was last week was I... absolutely delightful. Oh, I had way too many beers last week. Man, I was, I was so... on a stag in in the bustling metropolis of Wexford. Oh, was it Wexford Town? Ta- I don't know. Wexford, Wexford, Wexford Town? As, in... as opposed to Wexford City. No, but as in as opposed to like Enniscorthy in Wexford. No, it's pro- pure Wexford. Proper, proper Wexford. Yeah, town. we were meant to be in Newcastle, sure. Oh, you were. And it got cancelled. And then I was meant to be in the UK for the Manchester United game, but they moved that to half five against Spurs on the 12th of March, so I'm going to a wrestling event in state. Cancelled. Yeah. Cancelled. Uh, but yeah, that's probably the only person that kind of really got it, because there was a few messages in on the... On the Twitter and stuff on I know t- Coxie the- FM Is doing their save Yeah he's got another save Actually Nick Reeve Was in touch during the week uh, Cynic Reeve uh, He hasn't done a turkey save In a long time But he says By the looks of the new rules That are coming in It'll be a long long time Before he gets around To doing that Yeah Amen uh, He did sh- he, uh, he did show us a, a cut of the real life table uh, Just to show you Where Galatasaray And Fenerbahce are In the league Things we both it's did It's called Kenner Bitchy uh, We both did a fairly good job All things considered So at the moment In real life 
at least about three days ago. Uh, Trabzonspor were top of the Turkish League at uh, 57 points out of 24 games Galatasaray are all the way down in 13th uh, 28 points in real life not in, not in the virtual world because and, uh, uh, I, fin- I won the sixth. you did you won the league uh, you won the that's how it finished out hashtag spoiler alert if you haven't listened to episode 53 Shane Bask, or 52 uh, Shane uh, won the league uh, with on 101 points uh, which is a Turkish record and looked like uh, an in-game season record uh, for teams that play 38 games it's definitely higher point count than uh, Manchester City and pretty much any other league that we're currently operating uh, I took the Turkish Super Cup and then we had the choice and we had to go to between uh, Italy and Scotland well Chris Wellsby wanted us to think about Swansea and Cardiff he said that'd be a good save as well you see, but that's going back to the championship and yeah, we, we, did the, we did the Leicester Wolves thing in the championship but it is a decent show and I won I, that championship I do like the Welsh side of things as well you did win you did win the championship uh, as well to be fair Guga Knudsen Guga maybe it's good game I'm not I'm not quite Gugnudsen. sure Knudsen uh, he says fact this is Gwyneth Paltrow after she sees this tweet and it's Mr Burns going excellent, excellent. I love it uh, he, he's been an avid follower now big shout out to Gigi Gnudsen Gnudsen fine chap uh, yeah Coxie's tweet because Coxie was doing the Turkish side of things as well he got fucking fed up of it as well <laughs> At Coxie so slog Twitter. Just so, winning all the time so, Fucking hell uh, He's got Cox uh, Coxie is doing uh, Syngenta Football club They play in the First division Conference X In the EOSL X going give it to oh, you Oh sorry This is Scottish Non-league football of course So FM Beth As in Beth With two H's uh, Is playing as Port Glasgow Junior football club it Sounds like they could be Playing Tolerone At the weekend uh, And Torstein FC uh, Is doing a YouTube series On Stonyburn uh, so it's uh, Torstein or Torstein T-O-R-S-T-I-N-F-C uh, at all three on the Twitter you can check out uh, Coxie84 for those links there as well there you have it there you have it there's a, a couple of shares and we did say you know get in touch if you'd like a little mention for the saves that you're doing um, so uh, we have uh, you know laid all of our cards on the table and Kahuna and got us in the end he did to be fair so what we have agreed to do is uh, next season this is going to change. We agree to it now. Of course, it's absolutely going to change. But I like the I like the the process. A little, a little bit of a process. Okay, so next season, um, it, there's a, an option on the table to do two seasons in Scotland. The first season, uh, where we take the uh, Edinburgh uh, rivalry, we go Hearts and Hibs, and then as a second season, we go. Okay, we'll see how much damage you can do with Hearts and Hibs, and then do the Glasgow season where you can go Celtic and Rangers with the losing team in the league. Getting to get well, he doesn't get to pick. He, he doesn't get to pick. Yeah, so the winner, the winner stays on. Winner gets. To so pick. I'd imagine the Hearts and Hibs thing will be the same after this league. Uh, oh, I have it. Okay, because I got to pick out of the two sides for for this one yeah. for this edition. Yes, and then you can justify why you why you went with, with yeah. who you went with. So what we've decided to do is we've decided to go to Italy, uh, which uh, as of uh, lunchtime today I found out that if you go to Turkish Airlines and you say I want to get a flight from Istanbul to Milan, you can get one uh, non-stop for 65 quid. Oh, Henri, where would you fucking where would you be stopping? Is there not just the big Mediterranean Sea in the middle of the two of them? <laughs> That's it. It's like, you know, it's a, yeah. Is that what it is? Is it the Mediterranean Sea? Did I get that right? Possibly. Fucking geography. Suck it, bitch. <laughs> Oxbow lakes all day, son. 
Speaking of geography, you know, Fintan Robbie Dial, the guy that. Oxbow Lakes. Oxbow Lakes represent. Pri- is that a primary school thing? V-shaped or secondary fucking school valley, thing? man. That's it. Speaking of valleys, we could have gone to Wales. Ice Age and but all that. F- Fintan Robbie Dial, he works in some geography stuff. Really? Yeah, I see him out. He's out in the mountains. Not just for geography, fun, like. geology. I don't know. Different he's things. In fields and mountains. He likes maps. Maybe see, maybe he's homeless. Ordnance survey. Huh? Ordnance survey. Could be. Those, those guys. I don't know. Anytime I see him, we're generally kind of just drinking and we don't talk about jobs. <laughs> Work stuff. He's like, just man, I meant to ask you, what do you actually do with mountains and, and shit? And he's like, probably really interesting. It could be. He's probably like, I'm an oxbow lake. Aficionado. Philosopher. <laughs> uh, so we're going to Italy and uh, we're going big in Italy. We had thought, okay, you know, you could do the little struggle side of things. Let's take somebody who's after coming up. I couldn't even tell you who's been promoted. See, I'd done the stage. Italy thing before with Udinese. And I did. And the- I won the league fucking after three seasons didn't lose a game once I was this was in my fucking your your four, your four man world cup yeah fucking unreal I was then I got bored of it it very restrictive with non-EU players and stuff like yeah. that so I wasn't too fucking <gasps> oh. wasn't too happy with the whole fucking that we're going to Italy thing but then again I... you know it warmed my heart more than fucking Scotland did pizza over haggis. I'll take fucking pizza every pizza day. Pizza any day of the week. My last Italian experience was FM20, which was my first Italian experience in probably 10, 15 years. You were never with an Italian, no? Pizza. Never. <laughs> Dickhead. Uh, pizza. Took pizza from, uh, took over pizza at uh, maybe 14th in Serie B. Well, the tower was lean and, and then it just fucking fell to the ground. Oh man, we, we won that league kind of close to. Uh, you we, erected the tower full straight? Uh, full straight. Full, full, full all straight. the way up. Full, full, uh, what do you call it? Full mast? No, half mast, full mast. I don't know anyway. Totally But we one Serie B got promoted up to Serie A uh, you can read the blog on it on KenMC.com from when you used to blog about football manager I know and you know what's gas I went in to start one uh, on this and start going oh jeez yeah I might actually backdate a few because we have all the notes and we've all the screenshots and we've got loads of stuff in there they are I have about four different email accounts between work email the other work email they're all st- st- scattered to the wind strewn. not fucking like at all title I just copy from my fucking Google Docs send myself an email delete the Google Docs yeah but you know what I did I put them all into one folder boom simple see that's because you're the admin from from day one I got us all going in so bottom line is it's the start of season six we are in Italy Shane O'Keefe won uh, the uh, Turkish league uh, and got to choose the club yeah uh, so we said we'd do something with a bit of uh, rivalry in it. Uh, it was close at the top of Serie A last year, but uh, Jose Mourinho, God bless Jose Mourinho. Won it on the last day of the he season with Roma. Yeah, it didn't even win the last match. No, it drew the last match, but, but Inter fucked it away because they lost yeah. to Napoli. It was it was enough to get it over the line. Yeah. So who are you going to be this season? Well, look, my heart and my head were telling me two different things. My heart was saying AC Milan. I just love the I don't know the rich history of them. I love the the fucking the Marco van Basten. But everybody loved AC. Sidorf, like on a school on a Maldini. school day. Thing, like. Fucking, I think Cafu was there before he went to Roma or the other way around. But so many people. Oh, just years. a Costa Corta, Shevchenko, Kaka, fucking Sadorf. Did I say Sadorf? I'll say it again. Household, household names in World Nesta. Cup. Or... Fucking Nesta. Fucking hell. Oh, sexy names, Ken. Yeah. No Fred, no Fred allowed. <laughs> sexy fucking name, Cesar Maldini. Oh. <laughs> and then on the inter side of things, I was like, 
Inter actually the way I set up and play with Galatasaray because Conte was there before there's probably be a lot of players still there that utilise those wing backs and also Inter have a rich history of themselves you know Ronaldo they've had fucking Robbie Keane Ro- Rabs Keane man they had Rabs Keane Herning Crespo some sick sick names Kane yeah. sick names I know I know, I know. but I had to go with my heart and Zlatan always has my heart Ken <laughs> I fucking love Zlatan Ibrahimovic from his time fucking not just bef- when he went to United and even at PSG when he went to a nothing league like I remember when he did the AC Inter Juventus he played all these and then went to Barcelona and he was just ostracised there by Pepe Guardioli's that piece of shit how dare you do that to such a fine fucking beast called Zlatan? <laughs> what, to throw little fucking four foot two Messi up top instead of Zlatan? How dare you? So he was top goal scorer last year in the Serie A on this. 19 yeah. goals. He Zlatan Ibrahimovic. I'm coming for you, baby. 79 years old, but yeah. still doing the job. Oh, man, he's a fucking... He's, he, have, I was looking at a vid... I don't just watch random videos of Zlatan on the internet, but when I come across him, I'll stay for a while. <laughs> Motherfucker was doing sit-ups with his legs wrapped around a punching bag. He's, he's really, He looks like a professional wrestler, Ken. And you know me. I love me naked wrestler. I mean, I love me wrestlers. You do, to be fair. He didn't catch that. I didn't. No, I said, because yeah, you weren't listening. I seen you typing. Anyway, I went with AC Milan. That means you got a splinter, Milan. I did. I, I call g- it splinter because you're a fucking rat. Oh, what? Yeah. Okay. You're a, you're a rat, and I'll explain why. Uh, okay. uh, when we get into it, you're okay, a rat. Fair, okay, fair enough. Uh, yes, I do. I have Inter Milan. Uh, uh, Plus, I was trying to get a new name sticking, like Kenner Bitchy. No. So now I'm going with Splinter Milan because you're you're a rap bastard. Okay. Spl- yeah. Okay. Splinter Splinter Milan. We can, yeah, we could do Splinter Milan. I, I could get away with that. I think it's something better. If you have any suggestions, send them along to the FMF show. Well, you, of you Ken's do, you new see, name Inter in, for this save. You do have uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic before he was ever a Milan player. He was an Inter player. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, um, I know my history, son. Uh, a little bit of history for you. Only Italian jersey I have ever owned. I've owned both. Inter Milan. I've owned both. I had one with Crespo on the back and I had one with, I think, Kaka on the back. Yeah, I think we all wanted to be AC in uh, AC in school. And, just, and it seemed to take years for Inter to get to, to, get to that kind of AC level. Yeah, I just loved... I don't know, the colours is so visual. Like, as a kid, seeing the, the red and black, their jerseys were always magnificent. Just seeing that, and then I remember United came up with them in the Champions League, and they just fucking whooped United. But you couldn't even be mad. They were so good. Yeah. I know Liverpool came up against them, and they broke my heart there. And Because if I'm actually being, like, you know, consistent, yeah. I'd probably hate AC Milan in the same way that I hate... <laughs> in the same way that I hate QPR for throwing away the league against Man City as well. But I don't... Um, like Inter had Inter had uh, you know handy names Zanetti was there Zanetti or Maldini shut the fuck up uh, Ronaldo Bergami I said Ronaldo yeah Herrera Walter Zenga Matarazzi Cambiasso Cambiasso Giuseppe Baresi was there I could name all these names Dejan Stankovic my names were better Bring my names back. were fucking clearly better but yeah Robbie Keane to be fair I do love the new Inter Milan jersey as well it's Quite sexy, yeah, with the little dragon and stuff. Christian Vieri, how would you forget Vieri and Eto'o, man? I know, 
there's, but this is the thing there's so many names there but we're going to give it a crack as uh, Milan and uh, Inter and see how we get on for the season because yes. you can't get an Italian derby you get rare derbies across Europe that they are play in the same fucking like. stadium for but this is day. the thing you can't get a derby like it unless you go to fucking who used to do it in England Wimbledon and Crystal Palace I used to try I tried to organise a fucking friendly against you and you're Stupid board rejected me. They did reject you because they know they know what you're at. They're no, like, no, no, no. Last gonna, season, we're not going to play him. Last season, we're I won the play fair him. play award in uh, the Turkish league. Just to let you know, did you? Yeah, I won For the fair what? play. Uh, least yellow and red cards because <laughs> I'm not dirty. All right, I played a game the way it's meant to be played. <laughs> Unlike you I had a horrific amount of yellow cards yeah. Holy shit Sangre Luis Gustavo uh, Who kept getting set? Uger had 18 yellow cards Before the end of the season uh, He'd already served a couple of fines Didn't mind him at all um, But yeah We're going to rock uh, We're going to rock our way through uh, Italy It was like 10 o'clock When everything got sorted When the editor and all that was done It was like 10 o'clock And then we were like Shit When's the next game? It was a month and a half away in gameplay time. Yeah. We're like, there's absolutely no way me and you are going to sit down with money in the bank. <laughs> with money in the bank and get to a fucking game. No, that's Annie, not how football manager gets played. We've Ken, said that before. Ken has me up at six o'clock in the mornings now to do the sports news read uh, because it's such a revelation and I understand it. It makes him look good. So I had to go to bed earlier. I, to go to bed. I can't stay up until half one anymore now. Ken. True. So you you made it to 20 past 12 in fairness. Yeah. <laughs> and we made it to like the day of our first game of the season. So we're going to throw that in at the, the end live game at of the, the end. recording Any for Any players before that you had your eye on? I seen Kalulu. My old boy Kalulu was in AC Milan. In terms of any players that entered that I had my eye on. Yeah. The only one that I was uh, kind of looking at was like, oh, because uh, I got to use uh, Martinez at uh, Real yeah. Madrid. Now he sprang, now look, there's a couple of things at play, right? So I used him as partner up top with Haaland. Madrid had bought him in the season before for yeah. about for about 100 million quid and it took him until the second half of the season. It's like like Haaland had finished his top scorer but he like he went off like the Clappers as soon as he arrived in Madrid up until Christmas and then we hit that second half of the season kind of syndrome where he was just getting tired and Martinez was like alright my time to shine bitches and then he took over and he was walloping in goals to bait the band um, overall no not entirely Christian Eriksen is there obviously he's been on medical suspension uh, I'd be very curious to see how he gets on from an Inter Milan point of view he's on a boatload of, like he was on 300 grand a week it's the bones of it's like Ozil at Fenerbahce taking like uh, 100 grand a week when yeah, the nearest to him is, is much smaller the man that drew me to AC Zlatan was on 180 grand a week yeah when we clicked into it it was like boom and then it was like offer Zlatan a new contract it was like fuck yeah went into it and it was for an under 18s coach I was like what I looked in Motherfucker retired. Yeah. He's Motherfucker retired. He was the whole reason I went with AC Milan. <laughs> and he retired. And do you know what? I'm, I'm Zlatan Ibrahimovic socks. Do, do today. you know what's funny? He made a fool of me, Zlatan. We had a talk about going to Italy last year. Um, maybe before we went to Spain. Yeah. Because the Inter job was after coming up. Yeah. And Lukaku was still at Inter Milan. And yeah. you were like, we'll do Inter. On a fucking run the show with Lukaku. I love Lukaku. If Lukaku was still at Inter, would I pick him? Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, over Zlatan. If Zlatan yeah. was staying, no. Okay. Um, I I just love Zlatan. And plus the little added little salt bay of Giroud in there as well. Oh Giroud yeah. At AC. I I I love I love 
big fucking tall centre forwards that can score a ridiculous amount of goals yeah Giroud such an underrated player I came across some of the like like legacy players from previous iterations Teo Hernandez of course you had him at Real oh, Madrid man, last season oh man what a standout at left back um, Alexis Sailmakers I had him at Udinese before and um, in Leeds as well and of course the man that I fucking tried to get that that cast me aside and ostracised me when he went to Everton when I was Wolves manager <laughs> Sandro Tonali yeah Tonali I finally got my man yeah. uh, Sandro and Tonali and you didn't have to buy him no and I uh, had, had my eyes on a, a few other players and uh, I get straight into the bidding I do you do to be fair we, we caught it we caught a fairly uh, we caught up about kind of two or three years of eating into the transfer market now, the and the fucking thing that annoyed me is that we didn't see each other who each other was bidding on. Mm, no. Or did you? No. I think you did, and that's why that... No, I had one... I didn't see yours. I think I had one story that leaked. Oh, yeah. I know who it is. That's who? why you're a rat. Who? Gasparini. Oh, that was a scouting thing. Bullshit. No. Bullshit. So thing. my two keepers... I have three keepers. They bought, one they bought for 40 million. Yeah. You were uh, pushing me to buy Gasparini at Leicester. Mangan. Uh, yeah. So... That's because I knew he was good. I know, and Italian. And that, yeah, so. And I have to buy Italian players. Yeah, and then you seen a little fucking story come up that I was getting them on the cheap. You were like, no, no, oh, not no. happening now. Yeah. No, I yeah. thought, no, it's right. I thought you were going to me. Mine. You're ah. Splinter Milan. <laughs> Don't lie to me. You seen a little story and you stole them from me. Then my 38 year old keeper retired and my 39 year old sub keeper is still there. Yeah, my God. And I wanted Gasparini and you took him from me, you splint. <laughs> Handanovic is retiring from uh, Inter Milan. Uh, Eden Dzeko has retired already. I love Dzeko. Uh, Dzeko's cool, man. Yeah. City, City days were a bit kind of See, I used to love Wolfsburg with Zeko and Grafic and then even when Bastos was there. And I even encouraged you to buy Bastos because you like your big tall lads. Yeah, just say he was on a free. Is yeah, he on a free? Yeah. Or kind of knocking around. Knocking around that sign, kind of motherfucker. Yeah, we'll go through, we'll go through the signings and but see. But the interesting thing is that we generally leave at the end of the season when the season kind of restarts at the start of June. Yeah. But we left before then. So we could still make our some pre-contract stuff. Some some pre-contract stuff you were able to say. Yeah, you were able to get straight out of the traps and go. I got that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Because I said boy. it to you yesterday. I was like, I have one guy that I'm definitely going to get. Yeah, his name uh, has popped up all over FM Twitter. Yeah, to be fair, it had and it has, and there was two or three others. You see, there was two or three others that I was I was aware of that were coming up, uh, and I went in for them, and it's like, God damn, the game is quick. Monaco. I don't know what way Monaco finished last season but they seem like they're after snapping up every quality free transfer that's going outside of Mbappe let me go check Um, Mbappe got snapped up Mbappe did get snapped up I went in I went in hard for Mbappe Yeah, I I I saw him there he wanted 500 fucking grand a week I was like he did but in negotiations I was able to get that all the way down to about 300,000 and then it was just like boom submit and he was like yeah cool I like the look of this this could be all right." Um, but no, he's gone to Real Madrid because Real Madrid can offer him a half a million quid a week. Mm. Like, I can't be, I can't be doing that stuff. Yeah, Monaco got Belotti, Mendes, Camara, and Utegi. I don't know who that guy is, but they got him on. They got four frees. Yeah, 
And Bil- like Bilotti coming from Torino, he's one that I was hoping to get a rattle with in FM21 and then get a rattle with uh, here as well. And I think he was keen. Oh, no, it wasn't him that was keen. There was somebody else I was looking at that was kind of keen to stay within the Italian side of things as well. Um, but uh, we didn't get was it? Didn't really get into that far. The Man Mountain, who has been regarded as one of the best target men in FM22, Lorenzo Luca. Was that who we were looking for? No. No, but I you, you did mention it. him last week, and then I was like, like I was kind of going for Italian players. So I was like, uh, I looked at the transfer budget, kind of coming straight into it. I was like, oh, we're going to be in fucking bother here on the wage budget. Ah, we're going to be in bother here. Um, and I completely and utterly forgot about him. But you, you certainly. I went him. straight out the fucking gap because he was who I wanted to sign. Um, when I got Piccoli yeah. instead last season for Galatasaray but he had just signed with pieces so I was like that's not happening Lorenzo Luca I've seen his name pop up so many times as one of the best target men in FM heard he's an absolute beast got him for a whole princely sum including installments of 14.75 million tidy he's going to be my target man Giroud is going to be a guy that I'm going to bring in a small bit uh, Ibrahimovic with him it kind of threw me into disarray so I went back into the transfer market and there was a guy if people remember from uh, my Galatasaray days oh how long ago they were when I was still vying for your, your rope and your, your easy for me to say European <laughs> competition Fucking uh, Sparta Prague. There was a guy, Adam Hlosek. Oh, a Bartman FIFA. That's the guy that dumped your ass out. Yeah, Europe. dumped my ass out. Twice. I never forget. I never forget a name on an Excel sheet. Hold on a second, right? So if you, if we if we do like a throwback to season one or season two of this, and we're in and we're t- maybe it was even like the first time playing around. And we've mentioned this before. Bucket where was it, Pocket Juniors? Yeah. Where you're doing the first team against the second Samuel team? Samuel Bo, I think his name. Yeah, was. and he scored twice or against Walter Boo. Walter Boo. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Bowie. Yeah, uh, um, I sent him off to Seattle. Yeah, scored twice against you in the preseason. For in the your preseason own, for your own team, gone. Go Good on, luck. Get the fuck out there. Don't so now somebody scores against yeah, you. Yeah, but he did it for his team. From you know another I mean? side, okay. he did it for his team. So was Walter Boo fucking did it to take the piss? Yeah, he didn't do it to prove himself. He was like, hey, you have me in the B team. I'm gonna make sure of you. And I was like, you're gonna make sure of me. Fuck off, to Seattle. <laughs> See you later. And then he did. Yeah. So Adam H L O Z E K. That's close. <laughs> I got him as well, that and looks- I got him cheap enough. He's highly touted. Also, uh, nine point five million, including installments. Can play on the left wing. Consider I don't really play left wing. He yeah. can also play up top. These might seem like lads for the future, but I think they're going to be ready. I have Raphael Lau, who is an attacking midfielder, who scored numerous goals last season I said you know what hey Arsenal sniffing around Tottenham sniffing around here's the new contract son give him a new contract that's my management I like it uh, where was I looking at I did have a couple of pre-arranged transfers this is like legacy the, the, deals. the legacy deals so my transfer obligations uh, coming in on a free transfer Cesar Azpilicueta from Chelsea uh, so you can uh, he he can play left back, but he can certainly do like own right back. Yeah, um, 
Oh, and, and because, Central yeah, because uh, Hikimi is obviously at PSG. Inter have a little bit of a gap there at right back. Yeah, sure. Fucking Donnarumma is gone as well. All the players that you really want to have a look at. Uh, Joaquin Cohea. Cohea? No, it's called Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, he had been on loan from Lazio to Inter for last season and did quite well as an attacking midfielder on a left hand side. Uh, so he joined for 25 uh, million quid. Already. Um, Danilo D'Ambrosio was leaving he was out to gap to Al Saad on a free transfer Matthias Vicino was going to Zenit on a free transfer Lorenzo Gavioli was going to Regina uh, the the Joaquin deal was a loan obligation so they, they had to pay him Do at you the end you at your side? No No? No Who, who, was, who sold him? Uh, he was easy Good question uh, Leicester da- Leicester bought Darmian? Yeah Damn yeah, how much did they buy him for? They bought him for a grand total uh, last season. So the start of the Turkish season, they bought they fucking bought him for two million quid. Uh, I liked Darmian actually. Yeah, bought him for eighteen million. Got sold him to Parma for one point five million vanillas. Fucking hell! United were so have been so fucking shit in real life transfer market. Yeah. If you think about it, over the years since Fergie's left, who? have been the big signings that have worked out successfully for United. It's not Harry Maguire. Not Harry Maguire. Not Lukaku. Not Pogba. No. Not fucking Schweinsteiger. No. Not Angel Di Maria. No. Fucking maybe Zlatan on a free, you could say. Maybe. Who? Lukey Lukey Shaw Shaw. Meh. Midland. Aaron Wamba. Would they have gotten more out of Pogba if he had never left United in the first place? No, he wouldn't have fucking gotten a chance, I'd say. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Fergie knows best. That I've never been. So, I'm, so, I'm so flustered. I'm so flustered. I'm uh, trying to think who was the best United. So I'm definitely leaving out someone, but Zlatan probably would be in the most recent past. Yeah. My 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 top Man United signing. Bastian Schweinsteiger. Schweinsteiger. Fucking Schneiderlin. Oh Jesus! Yeah. yeah. Ander Herrera. Forgotten. Forgotten. Daily Blind. Forgotten. forgotten. Uh yeah. Like there's so many there that they've yeah. and Darmian, so many yeah. there that they've just cast aside. Yeah. They could do better, Shane. Bring Fergie back. <laughs> uh, Inter Milan, uh, by the way, we have to sign high reputation players. It is a demanding of the board. Mine are very reserved. And we have like to me. and we have to sign uh Italian players, maintain a global reputation, spend the transfer budget, minimum four year contracts for players. Uh you gotta qualify for the Champions League, gotta reach the knockout stages, minimum, these are all requirements. Uh, and by the end of next season, uh requirement win Syria. I don't have to do Fucking I don't have to do too much. Here. Sorry, going uh, back. Juan Mata, forty million, Fellaini, twenty seven million. I love Fellaini now, by the way. Rojo Jesus, it gets worse. Alexis Sanchez, I forgot about him. Oh, I, I haven't forgotten about him because I'm trying to get rid of that lad. Memphis Depay. Give me non-EU space. Give me 200 grand a week. Played seven games in total for Inter Milan last season. The non-EU side of things, by the way, for Italy, based on league rules, we are only allowed to register the first non-EU player that gets signed this season any further signings not allowed to take part in official matches until the following season so I'm sure that means yeah that but you, you can't register until the following season but you, you can still that you clear can, it up you can buy all the non-EU players that you want 
uh, I don't know if they count as non-EU the following season or what the story is, but um, that's 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 a little bit of a of a little bit of a headache. Like with the Turkish side of things, we had the foreign player rule where it was like you had you know, what you like maximum fourteen in the squad, and then you could field eight yeah. across the first eleven and the ten on the bench. Um, but then that was being cut down to four for season two, and we had a bowl. I I feel really fucking bad for how Galatasaray and Fenerbahce are going to handle the whole foreign player side of things for season two. But well, I helped them. That's their problem. I helped them. I took a Romanian off their hands. You did. You did. Oh, you did. Who'd you take? Moritan. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking assist king. Now the scouts are like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah. But I was like, I know my Moritan. <laughs> He's going to do fantastic. He's going to do exactly what I want from him. Uh, now the thing, crazy thing is, that's three signings. Kind of that I went for Moritan, Luca, and Hosek, yeah. all attacking. Um, but with Lorenzo, Luca, and uh, Adam Hosek, they asked for an immediate loan back. So after, yeah, it's all agreed. The next email is like, we'd like to loan him back for the rest of the season. Oh, wow. And I was like, no, fuck you. I'm yeah. not starting with Giroud up top for the re- whole season. Um, and well, looking at the squad in total, I say, I definitely need a sub keeper. I need another centre back. I have Simeon Carr, uh, Kajar. I have uh, Roman Agli, and there's another lad in there as well, and Gabiab. So I have four in there, but I wanted to bring in my own kind of fucking centre yeah. back for my system. So I, I needed a centre back. Um, I ended up with a few centre backs, <laughs> a, a centre midfielder, and my attacking midfielder. That's what I looked at when I. Uh, when after I had the two strikers, my attacking midfielder is obviously covered by Moriton. Now, the thing that fucked me up was I was thinking that everyone that's on loan will cease to be on loan once the end of the season occurs. Okay. That did not happen because they were on two-year fucking loans. I only found this out now, this is spoiler alert, at the end of it. So I was like, why the fuck is Braham Diaz from Real Madrid, former yeah. Man City player, why is he still on loan? Why is Timo Babiarco Still on loan. Oh. They had signed two-year loans two year or loan extensions or something. Tamori like is the yes, other yes, centre yes, back yes. from AC Milan. But yeah, they were the things that I identified. Um, I sorted out my striking problem. I think. I fucking hope. I extended Florenzi's loan. Okay. Uh, who can play on the wing with sailmakers and Teo Hernandez? So I extended Florenzi's loan for free. I didn't. Have, wow. I don't have to pay him anything, like it, yeah. the Rodrigo deal. So um, there was like, there's sometimes like a sweet spot in football manager when clubs are just trying to get rid of stuff. Yeah, um, that you can exploit. Uh, I I, I did it. notice when you're talking about loans and and things on the extension side of things for Inter, I went down through the transfers just to see, you know. Is there anything that can be gained on the transfer side? And, and when I go through the transfers and the transfer budget, you'll you'll probably figure out why. Um, uh, but Lukaku's record is still there. So Lukaku's Lukaku's with with Chelsea, obviously enough. Um, but in here, it has Inter are owed uh, another four installments of uh, fourteen. Fourteen million pounds every summer for the next four years. Yeah, off the back of Lukaku. Talk about a well structured deal. If that's reflective of what's going on in in real life, uh, I'm not totally the sure. The fuckers are probably still paying off Man United for Lukaku. Yeah. Well, uh, Inter are still paying off Spurs for Christian Eriksen. January twenty three owed another three million quid. January twenty four another three million quid. Darmian. Uh, Leicester owe a few quid in terms of um, uh, what you call it. 
Jesus Christ appearance money and a few other little bits and bobs like that. Um, but that's that's kind of that's kind of the the, the height of it. Transfer wise, for me, what I'm looking at on the Italian side, and I, we we touched on it last week and it probably worked more in my favour for Madrid, was having that team where you can go, these are my starters, and these boys are going to play every game in the league unless there's some kind of exception to the rule Mm. or an injury or a booking or something along those lines. And Inter have a fairly solid, uh, have a fairly solid team as it is. I mean, I think the, where did they have it? They finished, um, what did we say it was? They were a point off, a point off top at the end. Dzeko had a fairly good season. Zlatan finished top on 19 goals. Dzeko finished uh, sixth, with 16 goals in the league Martinez had the bones of 30 goals in in all competitions Uh, and there's a decent spread there's a decent rating across the squad uh, from last season I think there's one, two, three, uh, four actually kind of Martinez was was a kind of a sub seven but uh, Inter didn't have the greatest of run-ins I think they only had one win in five uh, on the tail end of, of the season but looking for looking for those uh, big names looking for those kind of uh, solid starters and then looking to replace um, the players obviously that Inter had farmed out over the season so getting a new right back in uh, with Dzeko retiring get a new striker in with Handanovic retiring get a new goalkeeper in and then free up a little bit of non-EU space as well so there's actually I think there's two older keepers there one is on the way out retiring one is going on the, the transfer list Radu is there as well uh, on the Romanian side of things maybe look at farming him out uh, but I had made a couple of moves uh, I had tried to get him for Leicester and it didn't work out and I think he ended up jeez I think he ended up going to PSG or something um, was uh, Livakovic Croatian goalkeeper um, so he's in uh, Dominic Livakovic 27 uh, handling is 13 he's about 6 foot 2 6 foot 3 um, I'm kind of looking at him as I, I hadn't really been looking at him as a first choice goalkeeper and I might go again in the goalkeeper market I've an eye uh, I've an eye on another one but that would mean I'd be bringing in three keepers um, this window because uh, like you had alluded to earlier on I'm after bringing in Gasparini as well uh, at 20 years old who you fucking rap bastard who will give Livakovic a good run for his money. Uh, and the, these boys are happy to come in on the backup side of things, but they're both very good in their own right. But three goalkeepers, Shane, or potentially three goalkeepers, two goalkeepers anyway, but Livakovic joining on a permanent deal, uh, Gasparini joining on a permanent deal. These may be slightly, uh, slightly structured uh, a little bit because i got to make a transfer budget last. Did you That's, have Livakovic before? Uh, I tried to get him for Leicester. Oh. It didn't work out. That's what I was saying. I thought he I thought he had gone to PSG or he went somewhere else. Speaking of try, an old romantic in me tried to get Thiago Silva off Chelsea oh, at the tender just, age of 37. Just to get back in the Milan colours. Yeah, but 12 million vanillas you can get fucked for a 37-year-old. Fuck, is paying 37 million. Oh. And, and you probably have to pay him like a half a million quid as well. Yeah, he back won't... on that Gasparini thing as well. My old flame, my old Unanese goalkeeper. You yeah. stole him from me, you rough And you also, I'm fairly sure when I had been shopping around for a goalkeeper in the Premier League, as a replacement for Kasper Schmeichel uh, and I had brought in oh, Dragonovic, the Polish mm. guy um, uh, you were pushing Gasparini on me at that stage and I don't think I could get him three, se- three seasons in and he's so cheap like yeah so fucking cheap yeah, I he- went for Gavi on loan 
Okay. Um, just to kind of have another option because I didn't know Buram Diaz was fucking staying with me yeah. in an attacking midfield role. Fucking Barcelona wanted two million a month plus four million as an unused and paying all his wages. I was like, no fucking way. So I went on to another Wander kid with a bit more experience. Now, Gavi played 17 games, I think, with Barcelona's proper team yeah. with a seven point something rating. Why went with someone that I've been buying for fucking years who's always a beast? Ryan Gravenberch from Ajax. Yeah. A wonder kid. Can play a whole host of positions. And uh, I went to get him. They wanted two million a month. 3.9 million unused fee. I was like, I'm going to use him. He, he's great. But he didn't have really a great rating for Ajax last, last year. So then they were like, we want a mandatory fee of 27 million. I was like, yeah, whatever. I'm not going to be here next season anyway. And then the board blocked it and says, we can't pay 57 million uh, next season. I was like, where the fuck are they getting the 57 million? Probably loan fees and stuff. I was like, okay. So I went back in with a bid instead of turning that mandatory fee into an optional fee for yeah. 30 million. They said, no, we want an optional fee for 20.7 or 27.5 million. So 2.5 million less. I was like, <laughs> yeah, okay. No problem. So Who's, ring Gravenberch. Who, who does these transfer negotiations? Gravenberch, high loan, mandatory 27 million fee, or optional 27 million fee, but he has uh, now joined my AC revolution. Where will he slot in? Now, I have a lot of centre-backs there, or centre-midfielders. Yeah. Um, I have fucking Bakayoko from Chelsea. That was a, he's, he's still on loan there. It feels like he's been on loan there for fucking years. I have Kessie. Yep. who's going to be a highly touted uh, player, I think free agent. Um, I have Tanali, I have Benacare, and uh, I'm probably going to see what he's like fitting in with uh, Tanali and Kessie. Maybe in place of Moraton, we'll see how Moraton gets on. Maybe see how Diaz gets on. But he can play a whole host of positions. So it's just nice to have that uh, strength in depth within the squad yeah I'm looking at my first team squad I've got six goalkeepers named here between uh, like okay Handanovich is on the way out of 39 uh, Alex Cordes is on the way out of 39 Brazil is on loan at Verona Brazilian keeper so that leaves it with Livakovic and Gasparini uh, and Radu is in there as well as uh, as a subkeeper defensive wise. Uh, Van Hout Van Van Houston Van Houston is in there. De Vries is in there. Bastoni, uh, Skinner or uh, Skriniar uh, is there as well. Stefan Radu uh, who could do a job at left back. But um, I'm very I'm very short when it comes to uh, right sided players. Outside of like we're looking at. Defensive centre, 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 centre. Radu can do a job on the left. Uh, Lazaro, maybe Di Marco, again on the left-hand side. Dalbert on the left-hand side. Cesar Albilqueta there on the right-hand side. That's pretty much my... He's he's bound to be the starting right back option. Uh, that's there for me. And then it's it's such a defensive heavy side. There's like six or seven defensive midfielders. And then when you get into um, when you get into the midfield and your your up front options, there's not too there's not too many there. I don't want to be sound like I'm giving out about, it, but like Martinez is there uh, as uh, who will play as a striker. Nikola Ilyev, eighteen uh, year old Bulgarian, he ain't going to play for me this season. Kohea maybe, but doing a job on the wing. Are you looking at their uh, their stats and stuff as well? Because yeah. for the type of... I was looking at a guy called Veerman. He ultimately went to Leeds, but he had a really high passing ability of 17. Yeah. My Galatasaray team last season 
raw quick passes and stuff. Looking at Gravenberch, he only had a 14 passing ability, but he had 16 determination. So I was like, yeah. that's probably... And, we, and we've, lo- we've looked at that a lot where you're going, where you've got particularly younger players that have mm. a high determination with a decent work rate, uh, decent teamwork I'd be looking for as well those that are, are going mine to mine is in. mainly focused on the determination um, but say for someone like Moritan quite high dribbling which you'd probably need for an attacking midfielder but his passing is 15 Benekar, Tonali and Kessie all on 15 passing so I think I have a pretty fucking solid midfield there um, and also then Lorenzo Lucas 17 at, on Hedden yeah. which is if Teo Hernandez and Sailmakers or Kalulu or whoever plays the wing back position if they're able to if you can get, get Teo Hernandez firing the way I got him for Real Madrid and again I know that's going to be like two seasons on or three seasons on uh, but he was a demon on that left flank mm. absolute demon you know what else a demon that we're going to have to exercise yeah. is Zidane Zidane who's back in the hot seat of Juventus Juventus well, not manager. back in the hot he's back at Juventus but he's yeah, in the hot seat but now as, now as a manager there's been a couple of changes there as well because Fiorentina um, I had uh, I was looking for somebody to partner um, Martinez up top and I go okay Vlahovic uh, has just done his uh, big 72 million quid move to Juve in real life I'm like mm, he's not he's not going to cost how much in football manager I, I could get him on a nice little deal here arranged the deal had a little talky talk about the contract side of things offered him a little bit of this for this season a little bit of this for next season a little bit of this for the season after no problems. Everything sailed straight through. I think the uh, the wages might have been around about 70, 70 grand a week or 75 grand a week or something like that. I was like, that seems fairly manageable for a player of his stature. Did the deal. Fiorentina get a new, uh, either get a new manager or just fired their manager. Transfer is still on the table. This is okay. But all of a sudden, it's like, you know, somebody smells blood at a club and goes, those boys are in bother. So... In comes Manchester United. In comes Liverpool. But they were knocking on a desk of a studio. Knocking on the desk of the studio. I was like, how rude. Why would you knock on the desk of the studio during a podcast recording? Um, but uh, in they come, and I was I'm fucking fully convinced he was going to join. I was like, this is deadly. Now he's going to stay in Italy. We're going to get him. and going to work. This is how this partnership is going to work. As a number of players in Syria um, who... I want to get a I want to get a chance to play with, and I, I maybe I'll, maybe I'll do this side of things or this thing again. At least I can watch them. Yeah, when um, you fucking get your PSG part of it, and yeah, I get lumped with lowly little fucking Augier. Oh yeah, Augier. Uh, but anyway, Vlahovic bastard uh, went off uh, and did a deal with Liverpool. Yeah, for well, le- like for, you for, can't le- for less out. for less money. You're giving you're after fucking. I last night we can go like. We can go on and on about what we've done and all this. Tell them the people that you bought. Because last night, I didn't see who you were buying. Bar when you stole Gasparini off me, you rap bastard, Splinter, Milan. But you went off and bought a load of fucking players. Did. Go on, just expose the virtues of them, please. Okay. Uh, Coutinho is coming back to Inter Milan yeah. on, on loan uh, for the season. Uh, Livakovic, I had mentioned, and Gasparini I mentioned. So that's the, the goalkeeper side of things. Uh, when we... Um, when we were talking about the, our little rule of do you go for players that you had before or not uh, we said Ara fuck it we got through the first season it'll be grand so a player that I feel I owe a little bit to uh, in Italy um, because I, I think I, I brought him I brought him in for the first half of the season we had a little bit of a falling out things weren't totally working because he wasn't getting the game time that he needed in Spain um, and then once he went back uh, and you tried to take him on loan and I don't think it worked out 
Um, once he went back, I ended up signing a deal to bring him back on a f- on a permanent basis. You had Vlahovic at Madrid last season. No, you did. No, and then he came to me. No, you did. No, he came to my Atletico team. No. Yeah, remember you had him on loan. No, that wasn't him. That was him. No. Yeah. No, this was a. It's just we didn't know who the fuck he was there. A, a Bayern? No. Well, he came from Germany. Was that not who we had? No. Real Madrid, you had Vlahovic or whatever the fuck. His I name did is. not, did I? You did. And he was shit, so I took him on loan at Atletico. Oh, I'd need to go back and check that. No, out. that's 100% that happened. We've, okay, we got to find that same. We've used him already. He was shit. I don't, I don't, I don't think. Jeez, oh, I don't think that was the case. That was the case. Because did you not try to? Did you not try? I'm talking about Castrovilli here, but did you not? Like I had fallen out. I had sent Castrovilli away. Vlasic, Vlasic. He was a donkey. No offense to him, but yeah, you can, the double V got me. <laughs> but you were you were just like I remember when you did that transfer. You were just Nikolai like, Vlasic. Ha, 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 yeah. Watch what's about to happen here. I did try to get Shula, who I'd had at Madrid as well, but he's after signing a fucking freebie. He's leaving. Where'd you say he was going to Dortmund? In real life, yeah, Dortmund. Or Dortmund in real life, but he's doing the same stroke in this one. So anyway, Coutinho is coming in on loan. Livakovic is signed. Uh, Castrovilli is signed, uh, and then I went through um, uh, get some uh, youth prospects in there. Uh, so I'm after bringing Matteo Cancellieri uh, in, just because I love saying his uh, his surname. So he's after joining me from Roma. Uh, he hasn't had really a chance to, to start at Roma. He's been at uh, Verona on loan for the last two seasons, but he's knocking around the he's knocking around the Italian under 21 squad and he's been capped uh, three times for the senior side of things as well uh, Cesar Alpilicueta is in there obviously enough and then uh, pulled a bit of a stroke um <laughs> pulled, a, pulled a fucking serious stroke on this one uh, to get Gundogan in for the midfield side of things 61 um, million folks uh, 61 million which equates to 18 million plus um 18 million plus favours um, but as soon as he lands in at 31 years old with his 58 caps uh, he's contracted to enter with a likely transfer value of around about 100 million quid so I think I've done well and I've been able to use Gundogan when I was German manager when we did that kind of 2022 stint at the at the World Cup um, so that's that's where that's where that's at for the transfer side of things let's get into this game I have my new new, new uh, centre back in Ilya Zabarni and what's he going to do for you? He uh, 39 million bottom from Demon of Kiev liked the look of him liked his cool name see I have a slight problem in that for our first game of the season I can't use anybody that came in because we're gone on some stupid training camp yeah. out in Indonesia somewhere. Um, so everybody, everybody uh, that's there is unavailable. Cohea, Coutinho, Cancellari, Castrovilli, Gondwan, Azpilicueta, uh, Dalbert is unavailable. He's on loan anyway. Lazaro's on loan. Well, I'm a bit annoyed that we're not playing until the 8th of fucking January and the 7th of May. Oh, wow. The 7th of May is could be the last... That's going to be so many episodes of the podcast away. Who's your first match against, by the way? I didn't even... I just looked to see when I was playing Splinter Milan I'm playing PSKC Kota Kimahi if I don't beat these lads like 79 Oh who's nil. this match against uh, So Christian Eriksen Is going to start for me In midfield Alexis Sanchez is in there Hakan is in there Martinez starts up top As an advanced forward We'll see what's going uh, uh, Formation wise And tactically Shane Are you looking at Are you sticking with Your Galatasaray system Yeah I saved it And now I've just reloaded it And I'm going Fucking Just see how it works It works so well 
Yeah. And it's so it's just the antithesis. But I didn't have many wingers anyway. Yeah. So I had a lot. I had a team of fucking centre backs. I had a few a team of Gary Breens. I had a few centre midfielders. I had one or two attacking midfielders, and I brought in two strikers. That's the way I'm going to go. Seemed perfectly set up for what I want to do. My first setup, Mike Mangan, who was a brought in after Donnarumma in this in this game. He's uh, or maybe in real life. I don't even fucking know. He's in goal. Had a very good season last season. He had, was finished with the top clean sheets, 22. Ilya Zabarni is starting his first game. Fiaco Tomori. <laughs> Are you starting already? Sorry, I just saw, I just watched Alexis Sanchez absolutely murder the football <laughs> straight in the back of the net. Christian Eriksen from the edge of the box. We're only three minutes into this. Are you going to take much fucking steed from this? The Mar- not at all. We're out in Indonesia. It's just boys running their legs off. Oh, Luca gets a goal in but, the first two minutes. He's off the score sheet. Oh my God, he's going to be a fucking phenom. The gas thing about this is that our, tra- our training cap window includes uh, Manchester City, or not Manchester City, Real Madrid. I do get Man City in the... The Super Cup, though, uh, Champions League winners versus Europa League winners, had forgotten that Inter went off and won the Europa League last That's season. T- in four, in five minutes, I'm sorry. Luca gets a header, and then Moritan sets up Zabarni for a goal. I know we're against. I don't even know who the fuck we're against. But two 0 now with two debutants getting a goal and an assist by Moritan. Fuck, I'm good. <laughs> What Mickey Mouse country are you in? Over I don't there? know. It's, it's a team. Hakan, Demarco, Hakan, Eriksson. Christian Eriksson is playing in this game. Christian Eriksson is playing his first game for twelve months. We took over uh, the clubs before the turn of the season, so the day it became the first of July when Syria refreshes and you get the updates for the new season and everything. I get a call from Christian Eriksson's agent giving out about his lack of playing time and how he needs to feature more in the squad. And I'm like, dude, did you not see what happened Christian Eriksson and why he has been out on medical grounds for the last 12 months? And I'm like, no... <laughs> no. Um, so you know why he's ringing? Because mother, motherfucker's eligible for some appearance money. That well, that's also true. But they they all seem to be very eligible for appearance money. It's like okay, you can have. Oh Jesus! Actually, speak of an ass. Uh, Christian Eriksen has scored. He's doing a lot of jumping up and down by that corner flag, but he's celebrating like he hasn't played the game of football in twelve months. I haven't seen fucking hardly any highlights since my two. Even though I have had seventeen shots. And seven on target in the first half. The system that you that you have brought I'm from Gallagher. Not Gala- giving you any fucking tips. No, no, no. I'm not looking for tips. I'm looking to see have you compared it to the system that AC Milan played last season that didn't got them to third in the table. Didn't even look at. Why not? Because I don't give a shit. I come in with my own ideas. You do, but these players also have, uh, you know, a feeling and a formation. And well, these players came third. These players can be better. Like, what if I come in and blow? Football manager 2022 out of fucking war. And people have just got so sick, so sick of hearing me win all the fucking time. You know what I mean? They're just going to be like, ah, it's such a foregone conclusion. (laughs) This is where we get the comedy element into the podcast. I love it. Well, we're 20 minutes into this game. We're tuning it up. Have you learned anything from your first half yet? Uh, that, That I'm playing shit teams. Is there anything that you're looking for from pre-season in Italy or do you care? Uh, no, not really. I just want to get, I just want players fucking playing. I want to see what they're like. Um, I would see what they're like if the fucking thing decided, oh yeah, you know what? We're going to give you some highlights here. So I'm going to make a big fucking change anyway. Mm, Olivier Giroud on for Luca. I'm going to bring on Hulosek. What is your stance on an alternate tactic? 
Particu- particularly given the amounts of uh, defensive players that you have at Milan. Um, why? Well, the, this is perfect for the amount of defensive players that I have at Milan. Well, uh, your current system or an, or an alternate to it? No, this system, because I have five defenders and yeah. two midfielders. That's perfect. And would you would you look? I mean, do you train for a second tactic? Do you look at a second tactic? I have one there, so they're familiar. Okay, I'm watching Christian Eriksen smack ball after. But yeah, it's two 0 It's been two 0 since about seventeen, sixteen, seventeen minutes in. Um, I'm pretty sure this is a key highlights. My poor Mac is going to like goal for AC Milan. Raphael Lau, right, you're off, you cunt. We're getting a lot of ball out on the. Uh, we're getting a lot of ball out in the wings, but we're not getting any real kind of finishing in the middle. Like once it once it gets in there, you think with twenty one shots on goal, holy shit! Twenty one. Adam Hosek gets sent off within four <laughs> minutes of coming on. What? Yeah. Wow. I am working the ball into the box, and by working the ball into the box, we've managed to create twenty two shots, only four of which have been on target. That means that inside the box. Looking at these, outside of Handanovic, who's got nothing to do, all these players are posting like 7.3, 7.6, 7.7, 8.2, um, but just not taking their chances, not taking their not taking their opportunities. Tactically, uh, for me, I'm going a little bit different to where I was with Galatasaray, obviously enough. Well, the fact that I'm, I'm, I'm looking at kind of one up front. Oh, I think we've got a penalty. I think we've got Christian Eriksen. Who's going to take the penalty? Martinez takes it, smacks it, 3-0 inside the right-hand post. 54 minutes gone. In the very first game of the season, I'm really looking forward to Italy. I was actually really looking forward to um, to Scotland and seeing what we could do there. But there's just... Maybe it's it's like you were saying, there's just that real nostalgic love for Italian football. Like, do you remember that old school? What was the name of the show that was on? I have another fucking red card, sorry. What was the name of that show that well, was on? Lazio. Yeah, on, on Channel 4, and RT used to show it, like, kind of late at night. Two red cards. And I probably knew more. There was this time in my life where I definitely knew more about what was happening in football in Italy than I did uh, in the Premier League. Because the Premier League well, was That's where just, you know the names, like Batistuta and Ortega yeah. and stuff. So you didn't just see them at World Cups, you've seen them all the fucking time. Yeah. Ken, I'm having a real conniption here. Not the fact that I'm winning 4-0 and Braham Diaz got the fourth goal with set up by Alexis Salemek. It's not the fact that I'm down to nine men after two red cards and considering my fair player award. I, I, <laughs> I need to know, am I a Caesar or a Don this year? Because if I'm a, uh, like Julius Caesar, like if I'm Caesar Milan, that's the dog whisperer guy on TV. I, I don't know who that is. He's the dog whisperer guy on TV. People know that they're educated, not unlike you. Um, Caesar Milan. Dog Whisperer or the Don of the San Siro. Fuck you, I've already made a decision. I am the Don of the San Siro. Fair enough. Kiss my hand. Kiss my ring. Kiss my... Jesus, no, we fucking did... We went through that kind of thing yesterday. You can't be saying that in the podcast. We went through kissing my ring yesterday. Hey, Martinez. Ericsson did all the work. Martinez we gets did it. not do It's that. a four-minute double salvo. Ericsson to DiMarco. DiMarco back to Ericsson. Edge of the box. Turns. Shoots. Takes the deflection, falls at the feet of Lataro Martinez, and he has it in the back of the net. 58 minutes gone, we're 4 0 up. Hey, did you find out where you're going in terms of European football? Did you? Have uh, I have to qualify. Okay, so you're in the, the like the, the final qualifying round. We've gone 5 0 up. Oh, Arturo Vidal! Wow, gets on the end of a long ball and makes a 6 0. This is great. This is a good omen. 
And why wasn't I given a chance to get my... Uh, is that a thing that only happens in your first game of the first season where you get to set up the first team versus the second team? We seem to go straight into... It was already pre-set, I Pre-season training camp. There was none of that. I wouldn't mind going out. Like, Inter Milan have a good under-20 side. I presume they've got an under-18 side. Where after scoring six, Sanchez, Eriksen, two from Martinez, one of them a penalty, Hakan and Arturo Vidal. It's just gone full-time. It finishes 6-0 on her first game of FM22 season 6. Yes, and I won 4-0... I have one player that I'm left trying to get in and I have mentioned this in the office earlier. I have, for the first time ever, I have gone to the board and asked them for a player. Oh yeah. And that player, they said, okay, why should we do this? And I said, this is why we should do this. And they were like, we trust you in the transfer market. I was like, that was a really quick trusting of me in the transfer market. Is it because I've managed to bring in Coutinho and Cancellieri and Castellari and, and a few others? Re- they were looking for high reputation players. They will tell me that they're very disappointed with the finances to bring in uh, Cancellari. They're very disappointed oh, with the finances. Do not like the finances of Ryan Grabenberch. To bring in uh, Coutinho. They're disappointed with the finances to bring in Castellari. But they're very pleased with the financial aspect of Azpilicueta because he was a free transfer. Uh, that they sorted out before. And Gasparini because he was cheap as... Um, but I've gone for one player. Who now, is it? Now after I can't, I won't tell you that. Tell I'll, I'll tell you that next week. No, tell me because I've, I've, I've. Here, if you tell me your player, I won't go for him. And if I tell you my player, you won't go for him. No, because I won't go for anybody that you're going for anyway. No, you will. Nah, you will I once won't. you know. Once you know what it is, you will. No, I'm. Fa- I, I, I'm fairly sure I, I'm safe with this I player. Am, I am as good as my word. I am a Don. I am a boss. I am El Presidente, the Caribbean King, the Caribbean God. I'm so confused. The King of the Snow Forest, the Caribbean God, El Presidente, the Sultan of the Sacrament Empire, and now the Don of the San Siro. And you will not take my word for it, you pleb. <laughs> That's not very nice. Give me the word. Come on, get no, I'm this. trying to get one player in, but I need to figure out what happened because I went to the board and the board were, I like, I did not have the transfer budget for this guy but there's a little bit more money in the bank. So, I've gone for this player. I haven't had him I haven't had him before. He has scored plenty against me. He doesn't play in England yet. Um and I've gone to the board and the board have been like, "Okay, we'll trust you, but we're taking over this whole thing." So they go and they say, "We've made an offer for this player." Isaac. We've made a contract offer for this Alexander player. Alexander Isaac. It's a possibility. Inaki Williams. Also a possibility. Although Anaki Williams was on the... 160 million, man. I went looking for him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no fucking way. Was he, 27. was he not on the... Bilbao. Yeah, but was he not on the contract list when we were looking at contracts and stuff last night? No. Oh, okay. Um, uh, but anyway... Alexander Isaac. They come, no. They've come in and they've... Uh, although he's also a decent share. Uh, and it's an awful lot less than fucking 160 million. Um, so... They've gone and they've taken, I think what's happened, and maybe I'm wrong, because obviously when you're doing structured deals where you're willing, particularly on loan, uh, where you your loan fees are coming out of your transfer budget, um, I go and I say, we'll do this. And then I go and I check the transfer budget and I'm like, why is my transfer budget zero? And it says, your transfer budget is zero and next season's transfer budget is like 54 million and we've already gone through the turn of the season so I go back and I ask for a little bit more money in the transfer budget and they're like we'll come back to you and I go yeah we've we've granted you your request and we're putting another 20 million into your transfer budget for next season so it's in for 2023-2024 so now for the remainder of this season with another player that I had was expecting as a striker that I was expecting to bring in on loan that has been cancelled 
because I have no transfer budget. And I'm wondering, do I have no transfer budget because the board have taken matters into their own hands and go, do you know what? He's looking for money. We're just going to take all the money that's in the transfer piggy bank and add a little bit over here. Only time will tell. I'll never see it. Unlike you. You won't tell who it is. I won't tell you who it is. Because you know why? You know what? Me even trying to do a deal with someone of your stature. Yes. A, a rat. Yes. A splinter. Yes. In in my side. Yes. How, uh, me being that trusting just kind of goes to show you how much of a stand-up guy that Don is. That's true. No, it's not. It is true. <laughs> I'm a fucking stand-up guy and I'm standing up and I'm leaving here now because I cannot, I cannot abide by your distrust. Well... Uh, while you pack your bag and you get ready no, to I'm leave done, the studio, Ted. that's where I'm we're going to leave things for this week. We have started our Italian we'll adventure. What do we call this thing? The Italian job? The Italian something? I had for for the title of the blog series where I'm, go- I'm actually going to genuinely document what's going on at Inter. I'm calling it Internal Affairs, like Internal Affairs. Terrible. I thought that was really clever. Terrible. Terrible. So uh, call th- it the Calzoni Combo. <laughs> done out. The Calzoni Combo He's out of the studio I will sign off For this week Thank you so much For your company We will be getting Stuck into Our full pre-season And the start Of Serie A For episode 55 Which you'll be able To find out next Friday Um, But for now You can enjoy Episode 54 If you're looking For previous episodes You can find them Online at Scoreline.ie Slash FM Spotify Apple Podcasts Or wherever You are doing Your podcast Listening today You can also Follow us On the old socials Twitter It's at FM F show that's the only place that we talk and tweet about what we're doing in terms of the podcast uh, so you'll know what's coming up and when it's going down as well until next week thank you so much for your time we'll talk to you again good luck the football manager football show brought to you by scoreline.ie 